0: Happy Friday. This is your first ever listening on the womanland Podcast. My name is Tamani Lynn and I'm the founder and CEO of Women of Lynn, which is a women's empowerment organization that is dedicated to uplifting, inspiring, and empowering all women to be bosses through support and networking. We partake in a variation of different initiatives like group community service. We have an international motivational podcast like this one. We do webinars, seminars, workshops. We have a mentoring program. We have a business coaching program. You namely you basically do it, sis. We are known as the One Stop Shop for Empowerment and you are listening to the OneLand Podcast, where I sit down with female entrepreneurs or W bosses rather, which is what we like to call them. And I sit down with them and I talk with them not only about the topic at hand, but also their journeys of becoming bosses up until the point that we record this episode. And if this is your first ever listening on our podcast, then we do updates in the beginning of every single episode. And we have, let's see, let's see, let's see two for you ladies this week. So, number one, you ladies know it is Black Friday, is Black Friday. I know I've been talking about it on the podcast for the last couple of weeks, but I said we had two launches and thank the lord i was able to see those launches through um today we have launched our ultimate boss guide which is the ultimate business guide that all w bosses need um it's 80 plus pages of branding and marketing content creation um how to create and meet sales goals anything that you would need to know as far as business like business legalization 360 branding strategy different things like that it's 80 plus pages and it is a physical workbook for you to serve as a guide throughout your entrepreneurial journey so that's launch number one that is the first launch that I've been talking about for the last couple of weeks I was like hopefully I'm able to launch it you know the first two weeks or three weeks of November and thankfully we were able to do so so that was what we launched the ultimate boss guide and also we are dropping merch today well by the time this episode goes up it would have already been up on our website but we have so much merch dropping oh my goodness we have t-shirts we have pullovers back we have purses now we have a lot of different things and I'm just so happy that you know our audience is just so amazing and you ladies waited on me for the past year to launch new merch because you guys know I've been busy with the podcast and our mentoring program speaking engagements so I didn't really have the time to sit down and design and create merch like how I used to but I really took the time out to do so this go around for Black Friday and I'm just so happy to launch and just see the turnout of it um so yeah those are our two updates of course it's Black Friday um, I want you guys to shop the new merch and then we dropped the ultimate business guide so that is it for our updates today this week and hold on before i move forward you ladies can shop our black friday sales um at womanly.org slash shop the ultimate business guide and all of our new merch will be linked in that link womanly.org slash shop um so yeah that is it for our updates for this week and moving on you ladies know we have segments of part of our podcast we have a woman to watch of the week and then we have an ask money question of the week so i'm gonna go ahead and get started with our woman to watch of the week our want to watch of the week is the amazing Christina Calloway. She is actually a trademark attorney and the founder and CEO of Sharp and Sound Style, which is a fashion slash lifestyle blog. We actually discovered her through DC Now Events, which is a brand that we are connected to within the DMV area. We found her through DC Now Events. They're hosting a Instagram live series where they're interviewing or allowing different entrepreneurs to teach on a certain topic, um, explain their why, go in depth with their entrepreneurial journey. So we discovered her through that and she actually hosted a live called Trade trademark basics for your business and we learned so much as far as trademarking so that's why we're actually spotlighting her this week because the live that she did on trademarking was so impactful so informative I actually learned a lot about trademarking I thought I knew a lot but when I viewed that live I was like oh my goodness I know even more now so that's why we are spotlighting her this week the tips and gems that she gives centered around trademarking is amazing so ladies if you need help with trademarking your brand or your business go ahead and hit up at sharp and sound style on Instagram her her name again is Christina Calloway. Um, so that is our woman to watch of the week. Moving on to our Ask Tamani question of the week, and I'm super excited to answer this. My mentee, a few days ago, her name is Amina Howell, she is the founder and CEO of Style by Amina, which is a hairstyling company based in the DMV area. She asked me, she shot me a text, and she was like, Um, Tamani, hey, you know, I wanted to ask you this for a really long time. Um, and it was centered around productivity, and she was like, I'm trying to get more productive, and I wanted to ask you, What time do you normally wake up? I get this question so 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 much throughout you know the day and just in general people asking me girl you have a lot that you do with women of land what time do you wake up and what does your day look like so to answer that question Um, the time that I normally wake up is around 6 or 7 a.m. Naturally, I feel as though when you wake up at like 11 a.m., 12 p.m., even 10 a.m., I feel like that's just so late to start your day. And you'll notice once you begin to start your day, say 6 a.m., 7 a.m., you get a lot more done. And I look at it like this. I was watching, I think I shared the clip throughout season two a little bit. It was Steve Harvey talking a little bit and he was saying how important it is for us to use our days as more productive. And you know, if you're waking up at 10am, then the stock market has been open since 5am. So you've already lost five hours out of your day. And when I saw that, the clip of him speaking, I think it was the same episode where he was like, you need dirt um, in order on your seed in order to grow. I think that was the same episode that I I touched a little bit on this. But waking up early, you will see a huge difference in your productivity. And I feel like when you wake up at 6am, 7am, although not a lot of people are up at that time, I feel like you get a lot more done. And things are a lot more quiet for some reason as far as you know your emails those start to boom around 9 a.m 10 a.m so I would highly recommend for you ladies to try if you can start waking up around 6 a.m 7 a.m to start knocking at your to-do list to see if it increases your productivity but that is my answer for our ask Money questions this week I used to be that boss that woke up at 9 a.m 10 a.m and I was like oh my goodness my day is going by so fast and when I started cutting back on my time or starting my days earlier 6 a.m 7 a.m I saw a huge jump in productivity and it was a bigger gap for me to wind down for my day. I used to wind down for my day, say around eight or nine o'clock at night because I started the day so late, at say 9 a.m., 10 a.m. And now I wind down around 3 p.m., 4 p.m. each day, which I love. Um, so I highly recommend it. So again, that is my answer for our Ask Money question. Thank you so much, Amina, for answering you that question. Um. Hopefully I was able to answer that for a boss out there that was also wondering. So that is it for our segments for this week. Um, and you ladies know that we are currently in a series right now. This is probably the last episode a part of our series. Um, it's entitled Which Your Why, of course. And you ladies know we have nothing but the best of the best W Bosses with each and every episode. But this boss right here is super special to me. This is my girl. Oh my goodness. I love everything that she does as far as branding and marketing. This guest right here is probably a no-brainer but I'm gonna go ahead and read her bio off and hopefully you guys will be able to guess who she is. But this boss is the founder and CEO of Refined Mentorship. The annual refined conference and branding company coached by cash through her brand she is dedicated to uplifting and inspiring others to faith business and lifestyle so please welcome my girl Cashrail coach
1: hey guys how are you
0: hey 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 girl i told them hey. this is a no-brainer this is so overdue <laughs> to be on um our podcast so before we hop into the topic give us everything love although i know you they may not know you so give us everything love who is cash where are you from tell us all about you before we hop into your wild girl
1: okay awesome so first i want to thank tamani Wynn for bringing me on uh this podcast episode i super love my girl but um yeah i'm 20 years old from long island new york um i am currently a brand strategist as well as i operate in ministry full-time i love what i do i i'm definitely called to what i do and i just like to see people uh just move forward in what god has called them to do
0: Yes, I love it. Um, One of the main things that I love about you, girl, is your energy. It's rare that you meet, you know, people who have just amazing energy and they're so kind and, you know, they're always willing to help other people, especially when it comes to their brands. So, that is one of the main things that I absolutely love about you. So, um, you know, having you on this episode to just go in depth with your why was an absolute no-brainer. So... With that being said, through your brands, Refined Mentorship, the Refined Conference, which I spoke at, I think I said that on the podcast, ladies, it was the most amazing conference I've (laughs) ever been on. We went in depth with business, faith, you know, lifestyle, branding, so many different things. And I loved how it was all backed by ministry and God. So through your brands, Refined Mentorship, the Refined Conference, and your business coached by Cash, what inspired you to create brands that are overall all dedicated to giving back to women through guidance? And what pushed you to start each?
1: Okay. Awesome. So I it really all goes back to my freshman year of college. So my whole thing, um, in terms of just trying to find what God has called me to do and be was, it was a struggle. It was very hard for me to try to figure it out on my own. And I feel like when you try to figure out what you are supposed to do in life, it's, it becomes very hard and difficult without really asking God to help you along the journey. So, leading up to, like I said, my freshman year of college, I was always hosting um, numerous women empowerment events here in New York City. And so, I had my first one, um, it was a vision board party in 2019, and I had some great people there on, like, the panel, and I did, like... um, workshops, just many different things in that event. And so from that event, I guess I could say it was a seed that was planted and I was able to grow from there. Many doors were open from that event. And from there, I started hosting other events, online events, webinars. um, And I just started to help other people with their business. And naturally, I'm a helper at hand. I just love helping people. I just love seeing people do great and be better. And so When I started doing the events, many people were reaching out to me like, hey, can you help me with my event? And from there, I was doing it, you know, for free and just trying to understand what I'm trying to do. At that time, I was really just trying to see what I was good at, what I was bad at and experimenting and um, seeing my techniques, like seeing pop up shops packed out from you know, me just doing marketing at the time that I didn't even know was marketing um, and just seeing different things like that I just started to investigate more and do some uh, more research and I started to help my friends first with their business so shout out to my friends for trusting me with their business and from there uh, that's how Coach by Cash was birthed um, and so that's That right there happened, I guess, in a in a year time frame, Um, and then from there, moving forward, if we wind back to the pandemic, rewind back to the pandemic, um, that's when I really develop a further and deeper relationship with God. So this pandemic, I know a lot of people, a lot of bad came out but also a lot of good things came out of it and um, I'm grateful for it because without it I would not be who I am right now and I remember moments in really the month of February March um, God really started to deal with me concerning my purpose and concerning the plan that he had over my life and I went through my own refining process and so that's how basically uh, my From my relationship with God, the Refined Conference was birthed um, and for the, the mentorship program. So that's how all of that came about
0: yes ladies from the refined conference you know we talked about this a little bit in the past but it's really important for you to just jumpstart your dreams right because you never know what can come from that and let's talk a little bit about how there was almost like a domino effect that we talked about from the conference to you know then afterwards people were like okay I love the conference how can you mentor me it was the same thing with you you know hosting women's empowerment events and people were like how can you help me with my brand let's talk about the impact of that domino effect and how important it is for you know women to chase their dreams because they never know what can come you know afterwards
1: afterwards right so i would say whatever you do do it at your best whatever you do perfect it um even though when god gave me the vision to do the refined conference he gave me that vision in literally july and it happened at the end of august now you know little old me i was sitting there like okay god how do you want me to do this in a month should it be in person it's a pandemic like is it supposed to be online and so i had to really with the help of god figure all of this out in such a short time frame Mm -hmm. but i knew that this right here even though it's a short time frame we're gonna do it we're gonna do it well and big and um So right from there, uh, that's how because of the impact, because of it being uh, so well put together and my team and my brother helping me with the graphics and everything like that, um, I was able to leave impact and people were able to, uh, you know, want to say, hey, I want more now. Like, what's next? And whatever you whoever is listening right now, I want you guys to understand that there should always be a what's next. And I was able to leave a foundation so that I can have that next moment, um, with the, with the conference, the, the, the mentorship program was birthed out. And so I was very much eager to see what was going to come out of it. And it's just so important to just chase your dreams. It's just so important to chase your goals. If I'm very spiritual. So if God tells you to do something, I'm the type of person I'm not going to wait. Yes. Even though he may say, you know, do it now or do it next year. Just get on it, you know, start to perfect it. Start to do your research. You have to study to show yourself approved. When people come up to me, um, my mentees or, you know, just anybody in my DMs, hey, I want to be a minister. Hey, I want to start a business. The first thing I ask them is, How are you right now, um, in terms of trying to show God that you are ready or even like the, in your business, how are you going to show people that you're ready? How are you going to leave impact? I love leaving impact in anything that I do. So Definitely look first at that impact part. Look at um, how you're going to achieve your goals and your dreams according to God and according to your timing. Just make sure that you're just chasing it. I say, don't wait. I say, get up and just do it. And just make sure if you're going to do it, do it well.
0: Yes, if you're going to do it, do it well and just jump on it. Ladies, I talk about this all the time on the podcast. A lot of you sit on your ideas because you're nervous, you're scared, you don't know how you're going to do it, and you never. know how things may turn out if you just sit down and plan it and you just go for it right right? I feel like Mm -hmm. if you always sit on your your ideas like okay I'll do it next year I'll do it in two years I'll do it when the pandemic is done you'll never be able to accomplish it because it's always like okay I'll wait I'll wait I'll wait and what if right now is your time so it's really important for you to just chase your dreams and to chase your why and to just go hard with anything that you do so Cash I heard you talk a little bit about how you know for some people this pandemic has been bad but also for some people so on the flip side it has been an eye-opening experience and has been transformative in a good way. So with that being said, has it been hard to try to uplift people during this time? And how have you stayed motivated each day to give back to other women?
1: Yeah, so um, I cannot lie on here. It has been very hard. There has been moments where I feel doubt or um, sometimes it's like, okay, you know, we're the strong ones, but now who who can pour back into us when we pour out so much? Mm. So when it came to that my foundation or where I ran to was prayer. I can't stress this enough. Prayer and communication with the father was my, my. it was my gift during this pandemic. Um, there was times even besides business, besides me trying to stay motivated, there were times where I really needed him. Like I really needed to hear the voice of God. And so, um, I started to really just go to him in prayer and just feeling that gratification straight from the father and feeling that sense that he's with you is, I think, something that you can't even find anywhere. Um, and I know other people, they say, yeah, you know, I read books or whatever that they do. But for me, prayer is what kept me going. It it's, it was my, it literally was my rock during this pandemic. And um, not only that, but I also have a great group of friends um, that I surround myself with. And so even during this pandemic, We developed such a strong relationship together in the kingdom. Um, And not only that, but besides that, we were just always here for each other in prayer. If I ever needed a word, I were I was able to call any one of them and they were able to uplift me. Um, and they knew they know I pour into so many different people. So just having those people that are stronger than me, um, being able to pour back into me when I pour out, like literally getting done with calls um, of doing prayer or preaching. And I'll have one of my friends call me right after like, hey girl, I'm gonna cover you mm-hmm. before you go to bed. And just seeing that too is, like kind of my, was a motivation point for me. Um, because I try not to get emotional when I talk about this stuff, but my friend, one of my best friends, we literally came to Christ together and it was based upon literally my yes, why she said yes to God. Mm. And just seeing things like that was my motivation during this pandemic. Like my actions can dictate how somebody else lives or moves. So um, that was my motivation during this pandemic and just keeping myself going. Um, that's how I stay motivated
0: yes oh my goodness prayer is such a huge part ladies if you know you're in tune spiritually I highly recommend to run to prayer when you feel like you know you're pouring over into other people or if you don't have the best circle in the world definitely run to prayer um it is right. definitely a lifesaver but outside of that having a good circle of friends is so 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 important you have to think you know if you're a boss or you're an entrepreneur you know oftentimes you're pouring into other people twenty four seven you're dealing with clients you gotta pack orders you gotta you know worry about your to-do list that has 30 million things on it and sometimes when you're constantly pouring over into other people pouring into your business it can be really hard to pour into yourself so I want you guys to figure out as I always say with each episode figure out who your tribe is figure out who the people around you are that could pour into you uplift you make sure you're not the strongest friend out of the group make sure you have people that also pour into you instead of you always pouring into other people okay so I want you guys to be mindful of that as well so, my love, let's go ahead and hop into your why. What's the main why behind what you do, and what does the word refine mean to you? Because I noticed that you know how you have their fine conference, refine mentorship. Let's go ahead and hop into that a little bit too.
1: Awesome. So, my why really is purpose. When I think of my why, I think of the word purpose. Um, like you know, or like I said earlier, my biggest struggle was finding my identity in Christ. Now, I'm going to break this down a little bit. I'm not going to preach, but I'm going to break it down. (laughs) Um, When we think about purpose, we cannot walk into it until we find who we are. We cannot walk into what God has called us to do or be until we find our identity, not only in ourselves, but also our identity in him. And so... When when we try to find our identity, I think this generation and people even older than us, uh, when they think of identity, we always just run to like you know the controversial words like gay and stuff like that. But that's not nothing about identity. Identity can be not even knowing where your job is or who what you're supposed to be doing as a career. That can be identity, or that can be like an identity crisis for someone. So when it was for me trying to find who I was. I couldn't find, I couldn't operate in purpose, I couldn't run my business properly, I couldn't even try to talk to people the way I wanted to because I didn't even know who I was myself. So my, my why was really Finding who I was. And now since I'm, I was able to find who I was, I cannot help other people find who they're supposed to be. And that is my driving force. I want to see people operate in their God-ordained purpose. It, it breaks my heart to fit, to really see people struggle with this um, because I once—I grew up in church. I'm a PK. And I was like, okay, well, what is my identity? Am I the church? Am I just going to be known as a preacher's kid? Am I going to just be known as, uh, you know, someone who just grew up in church? I didn't know what God wanted me to do. I didn't know what he wanted me to be because, one, I was so gifted at so (laughs) many different things. When you grow up in church, to all my church kids, you guys know we do everything. We <laughs> usher, we pray in, we sing, we do everything. So I'm like, I don't know what even, like, what am I supposed to do? And I'm hearing what my parents say I'm called to do, but then it's like, I don't know. And we all know when we feel good about something that we're doing. Yes. We all feel that, 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 uh, that sensation in our souls that, okay, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing in life. And for so long, I just did not see that. And I didn't feel that. And I was just going through constant cycles. Um, Cause that's another thing. When you don't know your identity, you try so many different things, but you end up in, in, bigger holes than what you was before you even got in it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, what is what is going on? I was just confused. It was no clarity in my life at that time when I was really trying to find myself. I was dibbling and dabbling in everything, which, like I said, landed me in big holes. And I just didn't understand. I, was, I had a clothing line at one point. Nobody ever does even know this, but I had a, a clothing line um, last year. I had a, a clothing line and that was not my purpose. I was passionate about it, but that was not my purpose. And that's another thing we have to understand, the difference between having a passion but actually walking in purpose. So That's a different conversation another day. <laughs> um, but, yes. Yeah, so um, my why, like I said, is just really helping people find their purpose because that is something that I struggled with, um, just really trying to figure out what God really wanted me to do uh, in my life and i i feel like it gets touchy when we talk about purpose because you know so many different things can be purpose if you mm-hmm. think about it um but there always has to just be that one driving for, force on why you do things the way you do and for me like i said it was just the struggle of me finding myself and so i don't want to see anybody go through that so i want to help others achieve that
0: Yes, I love that. And, you know, with you finding your purpose and your why, do you think the term refined means something to you? What specifically does refined mean to you?
1: Yeah. So when we think about refined, this is actually perfect the way this just flowed into this, because when I was finding my identity in Christ, he then has to begin to remove things that you thought you were. So when you think you, you when you think you operate in something for so long, you can begin to pick up habits. You begin to pick up things that's not even supposed to be in your DNA. You begin to pick up uh, just different cycles that you, you you don't you're not even supposed to be doing. And so, Refined to me um, is a processing that God has to bring you through in order for you to be established, in order for you to meet that meet your purpose, um, in order for you to sit down with purpose. You have to first go through a process. And and um, the process that I say is, like I said, the refined process. And when we think of refined, we think of the, the gold. Gold has to go through a refining process. Um, but we have to remember gold may go through the fire, but it's still gold. Mm. Um, things may go through... A situations you may go through problems but you're still what god made you to be and you're still so, you're still worth something even though you may go through trials even though you may go through tribulation you're still going to be something at the end of it so when i think of the refining process i think of me I had to go through a process where God had to remove habits from me, Uh, words, vocabulary, thought process. The Bible declares in Romans um, 12 verses 2 that we have to be transformed in our mind. Uh, It says, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing in your mind. So I had to be renewed in my mind. He had to remove everything from my mind, my thought process. Like I said, the way I even spoke to people is completely different uh, to who I, for who I am right now. And so that refined word is just really you going through a processing that God has to bring you through in order for him to let you know that you can meet your, pro- to meet your promise, meet your purpose. And for us to understand that we have to go through you have to go through this process you can't skip it if you want to meet purpose if you want to be what god called you to be you have to go through the fire you have to go through the pit when joseph before joseph went to the palace he went through the pit he went through that that stage of people not believing in him. He went through people looking at him as the underdog. He looked at all of that. So um, we have to remember that in order for me to meet promise, in order for me to meet purpose, I first have to go through a refining process. I have to go through the process in order for me to get to the promise.
0: hmm And you going through your process to meet your purpose, how long did it take you to find your why with your brands? And, you know, how long was that process for you until you were like, oh, my goodness, I'm in my why and I'm here?
1: Um, it took me it took me actually very My process was very short, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, When people, when I tell people, (laughs) I tell people, yeah, I just rededicated my life back to God in February of this year. People look at me like, what in the world? Like, what are you talking about? I feel like everybody's process is different. Um, And of course, it all goes back to the timing of God. When God wants you to start that business, he's going to make sure you don't get hired from another job. He's going to make sure that you you are ready for him to use you. Even when it comes down to ministry, he's going to make sure that you're ready Um, because we we can run away from it all we want. We can run away from the call all we want. We can run away from God saying, Nah, I need you all you want. But at the end of the day, it's never going to work. Um, So for me, I knew God was like, this is when I need you. Work must be done. And I can truly say in the last eight months of my life, so much has happened conference, business wise, um, ministry wise. I do services, just seeing people out of my ministry say, hey, I was healed from this or hey, I was delivered from this or I even just gave my life back to God. Um, just seeing all those things really reminded me like wow God can really use anyone in a short period of time uh, so that was my process really Um, now walking into that of course it took me probably my whole life to find my purpose to find my ad- identity mm-hmm. but now finding who, my, my mission and meeting the promise was a different story it took me like I said eight months mm.
0: so in the beginning did you question your why at first and were you nervous to start
1: yes Most definitely. Um, Let me take that back. I wasn't nervous to start. I was more nervous about what the opinions of people. Mm. I actually posted on Instagram the other day. Let's get delivered from people's opinions Mm. because I was going to be a
0: whole different episode.
1: (laughs) I mean, I was just so terrified of what people were going to think of me. Because you didn't know me, Jamani, before I met you. I was literally, like I said, I was in fully in the world. I wanted to be an Instagram model and everything. So the way my Instagram <laughs> page looks, looks like what I wanted to be. It looked like what I was, confused. And, um, yeah, so I was just scared. Like, people used to see me smoking hookah in the club and stuff like that. Now, how are they going to receive me now? Like, that was my whole thing. Like, I'm just I'm scared like I was terrified like I don't know what people are gonna think of me Mm -hmm. that was really the only doubt in my mind and that was the only thing I remember the first video I ever posted um of me talking about God and it was a prophetic word he gave me called the unexpected it's on my IGTV right now I was so nervous first of all it took me like 20 times to record that video My friend, I had to call my friend. I'm like, girl, is this good? Like, I'm nervous. She had to calm me down. Mm. And she was like, just post it. And just seeing the feedback from that video, I'm like, okay, I'm good. Like, I'm here. This is it. I'm good. So I want to remind anybody, please do not care about what people may think of you. If you post that business, if you post a Bible quote, if you post anything, they're not going to help you in the long run. They're probably not going to pay your bills. They're probably not going to cover you. So let's really get delivered from people and their opinions and the words of people. Because people could really bring some bad like, vibes mm. near you. Even in terms of their words, word curses, like it's so powerful. The tongue is so powerful. So we have to be careful with who we are taking advice from. That's why it's just so important to me to make sure you have people who pour into you. Um, Trustworthy people that you know are not jealous, um, that really have the they want to see you at your best. They want to see you win. So it's just important that we keep that in mind. But I didn't really feel afraid At first, I was just more scared of, like I said, of what people were going to say.
0: Mm, child you have to release the opinions of other people okay Yes. oh my I I feel like this should be a whole different (laughs) episode because we can go in on this I feel like I've definitely been in the the position as you were saying cash like where I was like oh my goodness how are people gonna receive me versus how I was then to where I am now and you know I feel like a lot of women go through that you know we don't always have to be the same person we can always change we can always grow we can always change our story we can always follow our purpose and sometimes you really have to release the fear of other people's opinion
1: i definitely want to say something for that because half the people if people can't receive the new oh this is good sis if people can't receive you at your place right now then they're not even meant to be in your life okay and they can't receive the new if they can't see if they don't want to see you grow if they don't like to see growth then just let them go Because why are you even upset or saying something about me growing? That right there should be a huge red flag to anybody right now. Like if you have anybody in your circle or near you, a family member that doesn't agree with growth, then you really need to let that person go. Don't even let the words go. Let them go. (laughs) They shouldn't even be speaking anything like that over you. Period.
0: Oh, my goodness. Woo, We could really get into that. But it's, it's important to let the opinions of other people go seriously like you if you're always constantly worried about what other people are thinking oh my god if I post this what are people going to think if I post this quote what are people going to think you will never Mm -hmm. ever ever move forward at all you have to release that scaredness and that fear that comes with oh my gosh what are people going to think how are people going to perceive me if you constantly hold into that how are you going to grow how are you going to move forward and when people I know a lot of you ladies listening you're starting your branch you're probably starting your business and you've had a lot of your girlfriends come up to you oh girl you're different since you started the little Instagram page for your business you will start to receive a lot shade, mm-hmm. when you start walking in that purpose and you start growing, the people will be like, oh my goodness, you've changed a little bit. Well, yeah, I have. We're supposed to change it. We're supposed to grow. So I want you guys yeah. to receive that right. word. Receive that word. Release the opinions of other people, um, especially if it's coming from people who don't have good intentions. Watch out for ill intentions and watch out for bad words over your life. That's a whole nother episode again. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely <laughs> felt that. Definitely felt that. So let's talk about the positive feedback centered around chasing your why. Because I I know you were like you know it was a huge transformation to then versus now so how good do you feel now knowing that you know you're chasing your why and you have such positive feedback now compared to then because you were a little nervous to start so let's talk about how you feel right now you know in the space of you know gratitude speaking from that standpoint and how good it feels to be able to chase your why and have others support you along the way
1: well first I'm so grateful unto God first because without him none of nothing I do is is possible. So, um, having that positivity around me right now is just the best thing ever. My I have a group of group leaders in my mentorship program. Um, they're, they're like the best girls ever. We have prayer sessions and them just constantly texting me like, Hey, we're praying for you. Um, or just Once you walk into what God has called you to do, and once you start that business, once you are now operating in the business that you want to, you know, have or own, um, it's so much easier now because you have to come to a place where nothing, you kind of have to be selfish almost. Um, You have to come to a place where it's like, okay, I don't care about what anything happens when anybody says about me, I'm going to do what I want to do. Because I know this is what I want. You first, positivity first comes from you before it comes from anybody else. You first have to uplift yourself. There's a church song called Encourage Yourself. You have to pat your back sometimes because some people are not going to do it and you can't sit in expectation uh, to receive a thank you or a, a applaud all the time. You're not always going to get that. So sometimes you have to say, you know what, girl, you did that. You go. You sometimes have to treat your own self, self-care, take yourself out. So positivity, I think first book starts where you are. It starts in your home. It starts in your heart. And then usually what you give, you get back. So if you're giving out positivity and you're giving out the scripture says you reap what you sow. If you're giving out that stuff. Then I'm telling you, you're going to receive it back. And I have seen nothing but that around me because I know that's how I am. That's my mindset. That's how I want to be. I want to be treated the way I treat myself. I don't take anything less than that. If I know I'm treating myself to, to lunch every week, then if someone comes in my life, it's like, are you adding to that? Or are you going to take away from my self-care time? Are you going to take away from my positivity? So um, that's how I look at it right now. And I'm just, again, so grateful, so thankful unto God for everyone that he has placed in my life in this season. Um, This season has been such a long season, but it was worth every, every time of, of it. It was worth it. Every time of this season, it was definitely worth. um, And I'm just, Again, grateful. I'm in expectation for what God is going to continue to do. Again, ladies, keep yourself positive, um, your mindset positive. Keep your mind going. I find myself when I'm even throughout the day, I feel negativity. I try to go into prayer Or I turn on, like, some worship or uplifting music. I, like, I take a break. I'm like, okay, let me just order some food, take a nap. Like, just do what you have to do so that you don't get stuck in the negative hole.
0: Mm. So, throughout your journey, love, what has been the most significant thing um, on your journey of chasing your why and your biggest takeaway thus far?
1: So, thus far, I think it's just seeing people um, walk in what God has called them to do. Literally, girls calling me crying like, your ministry impacted my life. You don't understand. Like, I am now the way I am because of you. Like, that's just such a great takeaway to take here because, one, it keeps you going. And it lets you know that you're actually doing something good. But not only that, just seeing people come out of bondage, seeing people come out of a broken place into a healed season, that right there is amazing. Because I know what it's like, like I said before, to be stuck, to be in in a bondage, to be in a cycle. So when you hear someone call you and say, girl, I am out of my cycle because of the prayer that you prayed over me, or I'm out of my cycle because of your yes, that right there is my biggest takeaway, just seeing people uh, begin to be free and operate on what God has called them to be, start their businesses. Um, even when I, when I talk about my business and I see my clients and they're like, you don't understand. I thought I was coming to you just to receive a service, but you praying for me in our meetings or you just talking to me or taking me out has helped me even just develop and hone in on my personal skills. Because mm-hmm. it's important when you're a business owner, you have to know how have- to to be personable you and you have to know how to talk to people you have to know how to uplift others in your team and i feel like we kind of overlooked that we kind of overlooked the part of you're gonna have to have customer service skills you're gonna have to have a team of people around you and you're gonna want to pour into those people some way somehow um depending on what type of company you own you want to see people succeed even just in your company so we never want to come from a selfish place but we kind of want to come from a humble position and i think that's my biggest takeaway
0: Mm. Throughout your journey thus far, was there anyone who inspired you to jumpstart your brand and who was that person specifically?
1: Okay, so there are three people really who I um, look up to, but the first the first group of people that have inspired me thus far is definitely my family. Um, my family, my dad, my mom, and my two older brothers, They push me. They want to see me win. I know if anybody does not want to see me win, my family wants to see me win. Um, Not only that, but all of my my parents to my brothers, everyone owns a business. They all own businesses, operating their ministry before me, especially like my older brother. I used to go to his shows because he's a producer and stuff. So I used to go to his music shows and just see how he orchestrates and leads things. They just inspired me. Like I'm like, okay, I want to do that one day. Like I want to lead stuff. I want to uh, own something. My mom, she owned multiple businesses. So just seeing my mom own and have her own as a boss woman, that also pushed and inspired me. So right there, that's the first group of people. Um, and then My second person that really inspired me may sound cliche, but I love Sarah Jakes. Like I I love her story. I just love who she is and how she just grew into something. She once was, ridiculed back in the day because of decisions that she made and just to see her transformation and to see the woman that she has become today, not only just in ministry but the impact that she's leaving in the world is so inspiring to me, being the same way in ministry and just being unapologetically bold Hmm. um, is something that I look after when I look at Sarah Jakes and her conferences, just the way she runs everything is just amazing, so that's another person who definitely inspires me um, to keep going and to keep doing what I have to do.
0: Yes, I love it. I feel like it's so important to have, you know, little pockets of inspiration, because everybody gets inspired from something or someone, right? And I think it's really important to kind of have role models in a sense, especially when you're building a brand or a business, to have people to look up to if you can. Um, So, ladies, if you're listening Mm -hmm. to this episode and if you don't have anyone right now that you look to for inspiration, try to find those people. Whether it's a mentor that you may be able to find, whether it's a motivational speaker, Sarah Jakes Roberts, you know, anything that you ladies can look to for a source inspiration definitely do that Um, because I like to pull a lot of inspiration from some of my faves love you jay um you know you ladies know she's like my favorite author in the world sarah jakes love her to death um you know motivational speakers like steve harvey you know a lot of different people and when you begin to fill your space with inspiration positivity good words especially from you know people who might be in the same industry as you or just people you can look up to in general you would definitely see a change in your work ethic and your work in general so ladies after this episode I would love for you guys to just sit down and figure out different inspirational sources and different inspirational points that you ladies can you know, try to find to go ahead and pour back into yourself. So last but not least, my love, what are some general tips and pointers that you can give to the Debbie Boss Listening on ways that they can tap into their passions and their why just as you have done?
1: Okay, so first things first is look for that driving force. Um, If you weren't getting paid, would you still do it? Uh, If all else fails, would you still do it? What is going to make you happy for the long run? um, And how can it benefit and help others? How can it be fruitful? How can you see the fruit of what you're doing? Um, So that's the first thing I would do. Uh, And just to throw in a little scripture here, the Bible says that if you take delight in the Lord, he will give you the desires of your heart. And sometimes we take that scripture out of context. But what that basically means is if your desires are in the right Uh, the motive behind your desires are correct, then God will give you those desires that you are looking for. Um, So ask yourself, like I said, what do you enjoy doing? And put God's thoughts and uh, intentions in yours. Because then your intentions will always be pure. God is love. He's patient. He's kind. He is, He has self-control. He, you know, these things is what God emanates. So if you can try to do the same things that God is telling us to do, then your why will always be pure. Your intentions will always be pure. Your, your force and your driving force will always be from a pure uh, place. So I feel like, uh, just like I said, look at what you want. And look at the desires that are in your heart and try to offer those up to God, present them to him and ask him, like, "Okay, God, this is what I want. So now how can you give me what I want and how can I benefit others and leave impact while doing it? Mm -hmm. Uh, So look at those things and he's going to fulfill it for you. Um, And he's going to fulfill, of course, the calling because purpose will always prevail. Remember that purpose will always prevail
0: yes purpose will always prevail so with all the gems that you gave us my love with the gems as far as you know following your purpose the impact and eventually income that came from you chasing your why when in death with how important your circle was upon your journey who inspired you we talked a lot today about you know what is truly the why behind what you do and I know a lot of the bosses listening can you know uh, relate to a lot of the things you said and are also inspired so I'm pretty sure that they want to stay connected with you after this episode so I'm Two questions. What's next for yourself and your brand? And where can our ladies and women listening find you as far as your website, socials, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera?
1: Awesome. So again, I want to thank Tamani Min for bringing me on this episode um, with you ladies. So what's next for me? Uh, Just stay tuned for more ministry opportunities that are coming up that maybe some of you guys can be a part of. Uh, In March, I have something coming up as well as the Refine Conference coming back up in August. So definitely look out for those things as well as the book that I'm getting ready to drop in the new year. Uh, and That's going to come along with so many different other opportunities as well and you can find me on instagram at cacharel c-a-c-h-a-r-e-l my last name is coach Full name on Instagram, Twitter, as well as YouTube. So you can find me on all of those
0: platforms. Yes. Thank you so much, my love, for hopping on this episode. And thank you, ladies, so much. (laughs) Thank you, ladies, so much for tuning in to yet another episode on The Woman Podcast. You guys can listen in on this episode on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify. Any podcast and platform there is, we are basically on. Thank you, ladies, again for tuning in and also tuning into our series with all the amazing bosses that we've had thus far. Next week, I will be coming back with solo episodes. So be on the lookout for that. And you ladies will hear me next week. And I want you ladies to have
1: an amazing and safe weekend. Peace, ladies.
0: So again, thank you ladies so much for tuning in and you ladies will hear me next week on our podcast. Peace, ladies. Have a safe weekend.